right, so we got about, we've got about 20, 25 minutes thereabout, so we can, we can end uh, a little bit before 10, so have your ducks in a row, your squirrels caged, and ready to roll, because uh, when we're done, we're going to hike it on over there uh, around 10, so I'll probably end, Lord willing, five minutes, five before 10. Uh, but uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, so real quick, too, and of course, uh, I've got a nice little, um, little Advent greeting for you here. So as people are saying Merry Christmas to you, you have a proper response to them. Um, and in this little funny little meme, I guess we want to call it, uh, there's this word here, uh, uh, um, penitent Advent, you miserable sinner. Uh, have, a, have a penitent advent, you miserable sinner. Uh, what, what would you say is a synonym for miserable? What else could we say? What's a, grumpy, unhappy. Penitent advent, you miserable sinner. You know, we say this in our worship service too. I, a poor, miserable sinner. Yeah. I, I have recently uh, realized that... That word miserable, nobody hit it. Miserable, if you think of the play, and you're going to hear my, my French expertise, Le uh, Miserable, the play, right? You know what that means? What does that translate as? Does anybody know? Miserable. Miserable, yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all are all French geniuses. No, what does it translate into? Miserable, yes. Miserable. Uh, if, you, if you translate that, if you put it in a translator, the play La Miserable, right? It's um, those who need mercy. Mm-hmm. The, they yeah, yeah, those who need mercy. Misery. So a miserable sinner on Sunday morning, when we say I, a poor, miserable sinner, we're not saying I'm a really good sinner. I mean, although we are. I mean, we don't really have to try. Uh, but it's not... It's not necessarily a, a, a cut down, right? Not, not in the eyes of Christians. Now, if you want to say I'm a miserable sinner in the state of grouchy, <laughs> mean, or angry, uh, that's fine. Uh, but originally that confession is written, I, a poor sinner who's in need of mercy. I, a poor, merciful, needing sinner. So it's, it's not as, I don't want to say bad, I mean, but it puts a different spin on this word. Uh, and, and there's also a Sunday, as, as you mentioned, a Sunday in the historic lectionary, uh, Misericorder, how did you say it? Yeah, there is a, there is a Sunday in the church here, misery, miserable Sunday, uh, that is a remembering, right, of all the ways in which Christ gives us mercy. So it's not miserable Sunday you know, like, oh, I got to go to church. But it's a Sunday that we remember and recall all those times that people called out to Jesus and said, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me, son of David, in all these various ways. So when you tell someone they're a miserable sinner, I mean, that's kind of (laughs) nice. So try it. When you see the salvation, when the Salvation Army guy is ringing his bell, he says, Merry Christmas, you say, Penitent Advent, miserable sinner. <laughs> and here's 10 bucks. Uh, 
or something like that. So, yeah, yeah. So, so there we go. Uh, as we uh, run at a different pace, um, as we during Advent are look a little different than the world, uh, we remember that we are uh, penitent sinners in need of mercy uh, until Christ returns. So let's pick up uh, Proverbs 15 uh, is where we were, and I think we ended on verse 19, somewhere around there. Uh, anyway, that's where I'm going to start. Um, verse 19 of Proverbs 15. The way of a sluggard. That's where we're going to start. Proverbs chapter 15, verse 19. Uh, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to read uh, the rest of chapter 15. The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. A wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is a joy to him who lacks sense, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. Without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. To make an apt answer is a joy to a man, and a word in season, how good it is. The path of life leads upward for the prudent, that he may turn away from shale beneath. The Lord tears down the house of the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but gracious words are pure. Whoever is greedy for unjust gain troubles his own household, but he who hates bribes will live. The heart of the righteous ponders how to answer, but the mouth of the wicked pours out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes rejoices the heart, and good news refreshes the bones. The ear that listens to life-giving reproof will dwell among the wise. Whoever ignores instruction despises himself, but he who listens to reproof gains intelligence. The fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom. And humility comes before honor. So as we uh, begin, verse 19 there, the way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns, but the path of the upright is a level highway. Uh, this is uh, a recognition Solomon's recalling and saying, the way of the sluggard, it's almost as if the way of his life, the way he works, the way he believes and, and lives, is what is holding him back. You know, it is, it is like a, a hedge of thorns, right? Being lazy in and of itself is its punishment, right? And you're, you're trying the sluggard, the, the lazy person who does, not, who does not believe or who is tempted to not believe, tempted to be lazy, uh, his very life is working against him. Why don't I ever make it in life? Well, it's because all you do is sit around and play video games. Why is God so unfair to me? Well, you keep gambling all your money away, right? What do you think is going to happen? Or even people who harbor a lot of hate, right, and, and anger. Why, do, why is life so, so hard? Well, it's here Solomon says, you know, it, it's, it's you, right? It's, it's you. you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's also something we hear a lot too. I, I, life, 
would be okay if it weren't for you, right? It's not me. And then when that, when, when that you is gone, then what happens? Someone else. Someone else fills the spot. <laughs> it's you, right? <laughs> yeah, you have to take responsibility, yes, yeah. If it weren't for that President Biden, I tell you. Life would be so much better, right? The way of a sluggard is like a hedge of thorns. Now, yeah, but the path of the upright, a level highway, right? And you can really, this is so wonderful to hear this during Advent because this is also the time of year when we hear Isaiah, right? The prophet and even uh, with the coming of John the Baptist, right? Make the, the level, right? Level highways, right? Fill in the valleys. Make a straight way for the Lord, right? John the Baptist coming and repeat, preaching repentance. Uh, this, any time, right? The path of the upright is a level highway. It's not that life doesn't have twists and turns in it, but the righteous one, right, knows that they're being carried along, that the, in repentance and faith and trust in God, they have a level highway, even if it is tough, even if it is uphill in the snow going both ways, uh, you know the Lord is taking care of you. You know the Lord is providing for you. And so this, this word level highway, I mean, this is, a, this is a loaded passage. Let's go to Isaiah 9, keep your finger there. Let's go to Isaiah uh, 19.23. Isaiah, Jeremiah, go to the right. Isaiah 19.23. Let's take a look. I've got a couple of these uh, highlighted. Oh, wait. Why did I say that? 1923. I'm sorry. Isaiah 1923. Right here, Isaiah, right, is, is, is preaching uh, and, and prophesying. And in that day, there will be a level highway. There will be a highway from Egypt to Assyria, and Assyria will come into Egypt, and Egypt into Assyria, and the Egyptians will worship with the Assyrians. In that day, Israel will be the third with Egypt and Assyria, a blessing in the midst of the earth, whom the Lord of hosts has blessed, saying, Blessed be Egypt, my people, and Assyria, the work of my hands, and Israel, my inheritance. Egypt and Assyria, how are those, for those who come to the Tuesday Bible study, are those nice places generally? No, they're not. <laughs> they might be nice now, I don't know. But historically in the Old Testament, these are places that Israelites, they look down on. This is the place of wickedness and evil. But here, the prophet says there will be a level highway, right? The path of the upright, and it will even be Egypt and Assyria, those who are outside Israel will be brought. So this term level highway comes into play a lot and it speaks, of course, right? It speaks, of course, of being saved by faith. That even those outside of Israel, those who were once enemies of God, even as St. Paul says in his letter to the Ephesians, I believe, you were once blind, dead enemies of God. 
So here, even, even uh, Solomon is, is telling us this, right? The path of the upright, that path of faith, a uh, level highway, right? There is, there is nothing that can prevent the love of God in Christ Jesus to you. And look immediately, where does so- Solomon jump? A wise son makes glad the father, right? Uh, bless you. That brings into mind, of course, right? Jesus, right? Jesus uh, making his father glad. This is my son in him I am well pleased. This is my son, listen to him. Um, this is really a Christological passage. You know, we're told the scriptures proclaim Christ. They witness to him. And this here, this in verse 20, a wise son makes a glad father, but a foolish man despises. Um, this, a wise son makes glad the father, it's this idea that was already introduced here, right? That you don't have a hedge of, of thorns, right? But, but we have as, as wise, right? The beginning of fear, uh, wisdom, is, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A wise son has a glad father, which means he's got a level way. He's got, his path has been made straight, but a foolish man despises his mother. So, um, you see this word joy right here. Um, this word joy actually is in this passage in verse 20. It's a wise son brings joy to his father. Folly is a joy to him lacks sense, but a man of understanding walks straight ahead. This word joy in the English, it just shows up once, but in the Hebrew, it is a word that is repeated repeated throughout this passage. Uh, There in verse 20, a wise son brings joy to his father, and it's samach, samach. And then again in verse 21, folly is a simcha. So this this part right here, uh, Solomon, is building on this word in Hebrew for joy, samach. And it rhymes. The word joy, when you hear this read aloud, when you hear this being repeated, right, it is this word joy. It would be like that old song we sang in in Sunday school. I got the joy, 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 joy down in my heart. Where? Down in my heart. So here, this, this, this proverb of Solomon is built on this rhyming word of joy in Hebrew, and it builds off it, right? Because here then, uh, joy in verse 22, this without counsel, plans are not joyful. So in the Hebrew, you have joy, 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 a play on the sound, the word joy, because that's a lot of times how Hebrew rhymes and builds a picture is it will rhyme according. I mean, like in English, we do this too. When you hear a poem, when you hear words rhyme. And in verse 24 then, upward and prudent, right? The path of life leads joyful for the prudent, that he may be joyful away from Sheol beneath. Um, and it's, this word is just showing up multiple times of joy, joy, joy. So Solomon here is wanting us to see and to hear Right, to get this picture, what is the path of joy? 
What is the way? What is the, high, the joyful highway? And he says, it is you Christians. It is you who live by faith. You who are <coughs> miserable. <laughs> you miserably joyful people. <laughs> right? So if, if miserable, if you think miserable is an antonym of joy, that doesn't make sense. But if you know miserable means one who desires mercy... You can be miserable and joyful at the same time. In if fact, if you're asking mercy to God to give you and you know he gives it. Right? And that's No, no, not at all. No, please. That's that's what this time is for. So the the joy, right, is that the wise son, there's wisdom that we have a father, right? We well first, we have the son, right, who has made the father has made the father glad, has made the, brings joy to God. And then in that son also, we, we have this. Now, I could, I could draw on this a little further historically, right? We, we see historically, not just historically, but scripturally, the church, the body of believers, right? The, we see the church as the mother, right? Our mother. Uh, in, in Hebrew, or in uh, Revelation, um, the, the church, the body of Christ, is, uh, we are, the church itself is our mother. Why would that picture of the church as our mother, how does, why would that work? Right? A, a, a foolish man despises the body of Christ on earth. How, how is the church like your mother? Nurtures. Okay, yep, nurtures. It's where we are. Disciplines, yeah, very good. What? The bride. Yep, yep. And also uh, historically, we as a mother, what characteristics of a mother? Uh, it's a Venn diagram, right? Where does the church and the mother cross? We have nurture. We have discipline. What else? Born again. Being born. Yeah, born. John three, born of the water and the spirit. Right? This is where we're born. Love, right? Let, let the love of Christ dwell among you richly. I don't know if you can think of any others. Um, but yeah, you can, you can really see, you know, this verse 20, 19 and 20 and following much, much deeper. Um, of course, it makes sense on this plane, right? It makes sense just as, as advice, as wisdom, but remember Solomon wants us to chew on these things, wants us to digest them on a, on a deeper level um, to see really, to see Christ and what he does for us. Any, any other, any other uh, feedback on that? Any other thoughts? Mm-hmm. did all those things it's for the honor of her husband too but not only that but that role plays out with the son if he's wise right because mm-hmm. he learns yeah yep because yep. a lot of times they'll say well it was on my mom that was around for the discipline and this and that and that because dad was on duty work or whatever mm-hmm. but now we have working families so you kind of have a, a little bit yep. those roles kind of hand in hand working but, together yeah um, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure certainly Eve had a word or two for her son Cain after she murdered Abel, after he murdered Abel. Yeah. Verse 21, too, was, was quite interesting to me that folly is a joy, simka, play on joy. Folly is a joy to him who lacks sense. Okay, um, verse 22, without counsel, plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. So here, of course, remember when uh, David, <laughs> this is quite ironic that, that uh, we would hear this uh, from a son of David. Um, remember, who, who was the son? Let's see, let's try your Old Testament memory here. Right. Remember when... Was it David, right, in, in his last years? And um, I'm trying to get my kings right, too. And, and, and there were people in the, in, the, in the cities who felt like they, their voices weren't being heard. And then Absalom, right? Absalom meets the citizens that were coming to talk to his father, David. And Absalom would meet him outside the gate before coming into the, to the king's presence. And, and Absalom would say, hey, your, king's, your king, he can't, he, he's not going to listen to you, but I'm here. I'm here, and I'll give you a voice. I'll help you, right? And this was the, the son, right, who was, who was offering counsel, the son who was an advisor, but he was doing it to undermine the kingdom. He was doing it to undermine his father. Um, that's quite, quite curious here, um, in my opinion. Um, and here, right, in verse 22, we're reminded of the positive side of this, that we should, we should have Christians around us to give us wise counsel. And we should also offer our advice when, when asked <laughs> um, and, and given the opportunity that we have relationships with uh, others, that we have the opportunity to provide, to provide advice to those around us, that we aren't Right? There's no such thing as a Lone Ranger Christian. Verse 25, the Lord tears down the house of the pride, the proud, but maintains the widow's boundaries. So that, of course, um, the widow's boundaries maintains the widow's boundaries, meaning that uh, the widow's property is protected, that, that she has her land is, is not taken away from her. She's not taken advantage of. Um, this, this brings to mind, if you remember, that in, in Israel, they had the year of Jubilee, right? And if you had to farm out your land because you were in debt or something happened, somebody, you know, took possession of your stuff in the year of Jubilee, every debt was forgiven. Everything was given back. Can you imagine an economy built on that? Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's the way God designed Israel. Can you imagine that, right? But... But, you know, our, our world right now and, and success and stuff, and I'm, I'm one of the, I'm, I do the same too, you know. Uh, we look, you know, we make money as long as we are investing it, right? As long as we are holding the debts of others and we're charging interest, right? This is, this is kind of seen as the way of, of, of success, right? What do they call it now? Making your money work for you, right? Uh, mailbox money, I think I've used that term once or twice. 
that is seen as the utmost, right? That's seen as you have really made it when your money is working for you because you've got it on loan to all these people and they're paying you. They're indebted to you. But in Israel, the joy was in what? Being able to forgive. Saying, nope. My main goal in this life is not to grow rich, but to forgive. There's an honor in that. Mm-hmm. There's no honor if, if somebody's just getting rich off of taking from others. Yep, yep, yep. The, the, uh, yep, yep. The, um, <laughs> it always goes back to country music. Um, <laughs> There is a song that, that talks about this guy who, who runs this business and he sells this land. He's like got this, these plots of land and he, he sells it, he finances it to people with no down payment and no credit check. Why? Because he knows they can't make the payment and he's going get, to get the stuff back. So he, not only does he make a couple bucks on the side, but he gets to keep his land, right? That's Uncle Slayton. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good song. Um, why? Yeah, it's a deep song. Why? This is the second week in a row I've brought up secular music, and it's, well, last week it was rock and roll. This week it's country. Okay, and this verse 27, right? Maybe this is all fitting together. Whoever is greedy for un unjust gain troubles his own household, but he who hates, his, who hates bribes will live. Okay, and as we, as we close, um, you can see this repetition in this, this uh, chapter, chapter 15 of Proverbs, this idea of joy, where, where do we find joy? What is one aspect where we find joy? And we've heard this once or twice, right? Good news, the gospel refreshes the bones, the light of the eyes, you know, something that is really, really great. We see, we behold, right? The light of the eyes rejoices the heart and good news, the gospel refreshes the bones. The ear that listens to life-giving um, life reproof Right, all these things, there's, there's really no negative there. Chat, verse 33, does somebody know uh, the fear of the Lord is, typically we'd say the beginning of wisdom, but here this passage gets attention because Solomon changes it. He says the fear of the Lord is instruction in wisdom and humility comes before honor. What was the opposite of this, this last line? Yes, pride comes before the fall. So here Solomon states it in a different way. So we hear Solomon returning to these verses. So chapter 15, uh, where do we find joy? Where do we find the level highway? It is in Christ, uh, the Son who indeed is pleasing to the Father. And then we in Him, as we are born again in our mother, and we honor our mother, the church, as we are born and nourished and fed here, we find our pathways leveled, our highways straight. Uh, and to remember that, right, this is, you could say this sums up Advent pretty well, a, a, time, a, a time of humility, a time of repentance. Okay, let's close with prayer. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the only Son of the Father who gave himself up that we would have our highways straight, our paths leveled. Help us, O oh Lord, to continue forward in humility, that we may be instructed, that we may gain wisdom from others, and we ourselves 
would offer wisdom to others in time of need. Grant us, O Lord, holy and righteous friends, and yet also, we pray, O Lord, our lives may be a witness to those who see us from outside the church, that they may ask and desire to be part of this, your family, that they too may have a mother to honor and a father to give thanks for. We pray this through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.